Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first Autumn Winter Clinic series podcast. These podcasts are meant to run alongside my clinics that are going to be held at Foxfield Stud in Hampshire. They are going to be on specific things to help you progress your horse to the next level. But I wanted to make it more available to everyone, as well as preparing those that are coming to give them the theory behind what we're going to do. So this one is going to be on creating a warm up plan to benefit your training session. So a disclaimer that I don't claim to know everything at all. Dressage is an amazing sport where different people have different ideas, different philosophies. But this is what I've learned through training my own horses and how I train my horses now. And um, this has kind of been developed through the help of some really amazing trainers that I am super grateful for. Um, But yeah, let's get on with it. So creating a warm up plan is such a broad topic and as with all podcasts I'm going to start with the theory of kind of why we warm up our horses and then go into the more practical side of what that actually looks like. So first things first what is the point in warming up our horses? Pretty simply they are athletes at the end of the day if you watch any athlete in the Olympics or on TV in general they will warm themselves up. If you look at sprinting, for example, they did some research into the warm-up routines of different sprinters and all their routines were completely different. Some started with some like really quiet, slow jogging and then some stretching. Uh, Some focused on their starts with or without those blocks that they push off um, and then stretching. Some will be doing work with their physio, but each had really individual, perfectly practised individualized routines that focused on getting them physically ready but also mentally ready and the same needs to be done with our horses the benefits of warming up are insane it increases blood flow it improves muscle strength it reduces injury the list goes on and I think most people if they go for a run or go to the gym they would warm up but The problem we find is that as riders, we don't seem to think of ourselves as athletes. And I've done a lot of work with a company called Rider Size, who work on creating rider-specific exercise regimes 
and it has massive benefits but equestrians just don't seem to do it we don't seem to exercise for our horses we don't seem to warm up um to ride maybe i'll do a podcast on that too but anyway going back to horses we hear a lot about the powers of stretching both in horses and humans and this is always 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 how i start a session with my horses no matter what their type temperament way of going what i'm working on what level they're at i will always start with a big walk round to stretch their legs and then a trot and a canter on a long rein allowing the horse to stretch over their backs but why stretch a horse because i see so many riders neglecting it and i genuinely don't understand why and it's a bit of one of my bugbears so the reason why i do it is because i used to get a lot of comments and i think i feel like every rider has at least received this maybe like 10 15 times but it's those comments that say must be more through must be more over the back something to kind of that extent And it's something that we're constantly striving for. A round horse with a connection from the hind leg to the mouth is something that we are all aiming for. So why would we not start by stretching the horse and getting them really stretching over their backs? Not only that, but a lot of work that we do in dressage is really unnatural for horses. We wouldn't see a horse naturally in the world going around and collecting canter. So their muscles naturally become tight from the training that we do. And stretching those muscles out and releasing them really helps. Not only that, but it also increases the horse's range of motion, meaning your horse's paces will be more fluid and they'll perform better. And you'll get that feeling that you see Grand Prix riders have where they kind of flow into all those movements and it all looks really light. And that comes at least in part from stretching your horse. In a Grand Prix warm-up, you'll see most of the riders stretching, but it will all look different depending on those riders. And that's because they'll be stretching those horses individually. So some might stretch on slightly a shorter ring, but have it really round. And some will take them really long and really low. will completely depend on the horse. So practically then, how do we actually get our horses to stretch? We know that it's a good thing. We know it's going to benefit our horses. But how do we actually get them to do it? Main thing to think about is the basic components that you are going to need. You need impulsion, i.e. the horse needs to be forward. You need the horse to be soft and relaxed. And then the horse needs to actually understand what it is that you want. And there are so many ways you can do this. So you can teach them to stretch by flexing your horse to the inside until it drops in the neck. And then when it does drop, then taking it straight again. Or you could try moving the bit in its mouth really softly just by pressure release. Again, until it drops its neck. And each time it drops its neck, you release the rein a bit longer. The key here, like with any form of training, and this is something I'm constantly drilling into my clients, is consistency. Making sure your horse understands what you're asking for. They can't speak English or whatever language it is that you speak. So you have to be clear to them when they've done it right and when they've done it wrong. For me, if I don't get the reaction I want, I keep asking patiently and wait until they give the right reaction, and then I reward that, either with a pat, which really it's the giving of the rein that is the reward, or maybe having a walk break or something similar. But the key thing there is consistency. Otherwise, what you're going to end up with is a horse that thinks, well, sometimes when you ask this, you want this reaction, and sometimes when you ask for this, nothing happens. 
So you've got to have that consistency. So step one, stretching done. It's not that easy. It may take time for your horse to understand. But once they do, the majority of horses absolutely love it. And I find that it helps every single type of horse. If you've got a stuffy, lazy horse, it helps them to open up. It helps tight horses to release. It helps hot horses to find that relaxation in their body. So next step then, and this is far more individualised and depends so much on your horse. And so this is why I'd encourage anyone in kind of the Hampshire, south of England area to book into the clinic next week. Because what we're going to do is we're going to be creating a warm up routine specifically for you and your horse to help you with making the most out of your training sessions. However, if you live far away or you can't make the date, this is why we have this now. So the main crux of it is that you need to know your horse. You need to think about what their strengths are and what their weaknesses are. If you have a tense horse, then your main aim of your warm-up is going to be to get them to chill and find that relaxation in your body. In this case, you're going to spend loads of time getting them to relax. And I'll do a podcast on this as well, on how to get a horse to find that relaxation in their body. If you have a horse that's lazy, your focus is then going to be on getting them in front of the leg. But the key thing is, is being able to do this quickly and efficiently so you can then focus on the next part of your session. It might be that currently the main bulk of your training is just trying to get your horse in front of the leg and that's okay. But your main goal needs to be trying to make that time it takes you to get where you want them to be shorter and shorter. So instead of it taking a whole 45 minute session to get your horse where you want them to be, Next week, it takes you 30 minutes and the week after it takes you 20 and then 10. This needs to be your main goal of trying to get that period of time shorter and shorter. Otherwise, what you'll do is you'll get yourself stuck into that rut where you're trying to get your horse, let's say, in front of the leg. But you're also trying to keep them round and also trying to teach them a leg yield and also trying to then run through a test. And it's just too much. It's too much stress for you. It's too much stress for the horse. And ultimately, it's just going to end up in chaos. But the ideal situation is that you get to a stage where you can get your horse to where you want it to be in 15, 20 minutes. And then you focus on other things. It's not to say that you might go backwards a bit, say halfway through a session when your horse gets tired. But then all you need to do is a quick two minute back to basics. I like to call it resetting the sat nav and then go back to where you were working on before. I always say 99% of your riding should be you sitting there with your leg off and your hand still. That should be your normal way of riding. If your horse gets lazy, one kick, correct it, then back to leg off. If your horse's head comes up, that's fine. Play it back down, fix it, then go back to being still with your hands again. Fixing it quickly will help you so much with being more efficient with your riding and then it will give you the brain space to be able to focus on other aspects of your training too. So what I'm going to do at the end of every podcast is to break down all my rambling into kind of a step-by-step guide. So what I've done is I've created three steps to help you create a warm-up plan for you and your horse. So step one is going to be to walk around and get them to stretch their legs. Now it might be that your horse loves to hack, in which case take them for a walk up the road and back, take them around a field. Do whatever works for you to get them mentally prepared to work. Step two is then stretching in your walk, trot and canter. 
it gets the horse working over the back, it helps release those sore tight muscles, it prevents injuries, it increases their range of motion. Step three is then working on your individualised 10 minutes and I'm going to call it your power play. Think about those basics. No rider can ride a prelim, let alone anything higher, without their horse being forward, in front of the leg, relaxed and soft in the mouth. Once you've got that, you're away. Anything is possible. But you need to make sure that you've got those basics of impulsion and relaxation first. So at the end of every podcast, um, I'm going to answer some questions. So I put up a story a couple of days ago asking for some questions about warm-up plans. And I've had a question here from Emily who says... My horse likes to go around with his head in the air. How do I even think of getting him to stretch? This is a problem that happens with so many people. So you are by no means alone. And the key thing is, like I always say, is to go back to those three basics that I said you needed. Is he in front of the leg? Is he soft in the mouth? Is he relaxed? Now, sometimes all three of these things might not be there. But if you have the forwards, then the softness will come. Make sure, though, that he is in front of the leg. That is your main thing first. No horse is going to be able to go soft unless they are in front of the leg. Secondly, don't expect your horse to go stretching with his nose on the floor in one session. It's not going to happen. Break it down into smaller bite-sized pieces. It's super important that you have your horse in front of the leg. And I'm repeating it because it is so super important. If it's not there, fix that first, please. Then you can aim to get your horse soft in the mouth, like I said before. And you can play by squeezing and releasing your hand on the rein. And then you alternate that left and right. Or you can flex to the inside, wait for them to soften and then take them straight again. Now, I would suggest doing the first one with horses that are maybe quite light in the mouth. And the second with horses that are a bit heavier and a bit fixed. But have a play with both because horses are individual what 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 might work for one horse might not work for another you'll find once they soften in the mouth though they'll soften in the neck and back and then they will start to come rounder once you're there it's just a case of slowly working lower and lower until you're able to say okay I want you here okay now you can come up a bit okay now stretch it back down again and having that ability to choose how round they are and how low they go more tools in your toolbox or more buttons I guess So it's then much easier to influence your horse and then it helps you in tests too because you're able to control that part of your horse so much more easily. So the second question then comes from Annie who says, my horse likes to be super tight in the neck and bring his nose into his chest so I don't have any rein contact. How do I get my horse to stretch? So I know that I said that stretching benefits every horse and it truly, truly does. But it's with these horses that stretching can have the biggest difference. When we have horses like this come in, we can spend whole sessions stretching because it encourages the horse to relax over their back and take the contact out. So the main problem you have here is that it doesn't matter how long your reins are, your horse holds his head in the same position and he does this because he holds all those muscles in his back and neck really tight. So this is the part that we need to fix. Now, firstly, like I've said hundreds of times already, check your horses in front of the leg. If they aren't, this is where your problem is. And you'll find once you've got your horse in front of the leg, you should start to take contact more. And then you can start with those steps of starting to play down and lengthen the rein. If your horse is that super whizzy type, 
that runs around everywhere in that super tight head carriage, then it's relaxation that's your problem. And with this, I'd suggest starting in walk and using that flexing to the inside, waiting for the softness and then taking it straight to teach your horse that this means you want him to relax and drop in the neck. When he does, you need to reward him loads. And with these types of horses as well, you'd want to do loads of circles and serpentines and shapes to keep his body moving and keep it interesting. Once he finds relaxation in the walk, then you can progress on and just say, right, now I want you to do this in the trot. Now I want you to do this in the canter. But don't feel pressured to do it within a certain timeline. You might be trotting in a relaxed stretch within 30 minutes or it might take a few weeks. But the key is consistency and making sure that every time the horse gets tight, you flex to the inside, you wait for the softness and then you take it straight again until they get tight again. And then you repeat the same thing until they eventually learn that what you've then got is a button that says relax. So every time you just play with that inside rein, you'll feel the horse soften and give and release. And that is honestly one of the best buttons you can create for a horse that is tight and tense. So that's it for the first Autumn Winter Clinic Series podcast. I hope that it helps you. And if you use any of these techniques or you've created your own warm up from this, then do send them to me. I would love to see them. And for those of you that I am seeing at the clinic, I look forward to seeing you there. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please do share it and tag anyone who you think might benefit more from it. If you have any ideas of podcasts, then please do let me know. You can message me on Instagram, which is at jessicagale underscore rider, or on Facebook, it's jessicagaledressage. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. 